listening to the Rob Z Podcast. Here's your host, Rob Z. <laughs> it's actually the Rob Z Radio Podcast, uh, but it's all good. That was that was good. <laughs> First time through. No, we it. should we should keep it. Okay. Because I was impressed. Thanks. This podcast brought to you by the Clay Cup. Yep. You've been there. I've been there. Downtown Altoona, baby, at the Clay Cup on Facebook and also on Instagram. It's the it really it's the season right now for teas, coffees, lattes. We should walk over there right now. Well, it's ten o'clock at night. We could actually walk down there, but nobody would be there. But I mean, <laughs> whatever you want to do. But if you're looking for delicious coffee, I'm a tea guy myself. If you're also looking for creativity, you can go there and paint pottery, have it fired in the kiln. You can make a Santa mug for your house. Yeah. Right now, while you're having a tea or a coffee at the Clay Cup, 1304 11th Avenue. Also, shout out to Trade Secrets. Uh, you're into soaking in baths, right? Uh, I've, actually, my bed is a bath. Yes. <laughs> like a water bed? or uh, Sort of. Uh, <laughs> we don't want to go any further. We'll call it that. Uh, 1223 13th Avenue, downtown Altoona as well, at Secrets and Trade on Facebook and also on Instagram. And they make like all natural body care products, like all natural soaps. Oh, okay. We have, and I say this every time, but we have this pumpkin latte uh, bath bar at our house from yeah. Trade Secrets. And whenever you use it, the bathroom smells like pumpkin. Yep. And I usually have Ugg boots on in the shower. So it really? just, it yeah, all kind of, it all ties together. Yep. One and the same, right? Yep. So Trade Secrets, if you're looking for all natural products that are good for your body, but also smell amazing, make sure you check them out. Also, shout out to Juice, 517 Allegheny Street in Holidaysburg at Juice. Now, you don't spell it the normal way you'd spell juice. Yeah, do you do know you, how to spell how it? How do you spell it, Rob? Do you know how to, though? Uh, J-O-O-S. He did it. He did, he did it. J-O-O-S. Well done, my friend. We're working with geniuses today. We, we've got the real brain. We've got the, the jizza in the house. Uh, Cold-pressed juice and smoothies, smoothie bowls, bone broth. And also follow them on Facebook and Instagram. There's always specials. There's always deals. Hot soups, raw vegan baked goods, at juice, it's J-O-O-S. All, it's all there. It's all there. And you're all here for the show. Yep. Are you ready? We're doing it. Are you ready to start the show? Big things. Do you feel like you're ready to start it, though? Oh, let's go. I feel, like it's, I feel like it's game time. This is Rob Z Radio. Nope. Yep. Nope. Yep. Phil? Rob? Cervello? Z? In the house. Oh. Let's start the show. We got from the Launchbox Studios in downtown Altoona, Pennsylvania. Yep. In the Z-Dome. Yep. Talking about top five dead or alive. Rappers. Phil. <laughs> that was the whitest thing. Rappers. I like rap music. He enjoys a good rap song. Welcome Phil Cervello to the podcast, hey, my friend. Hello no, there. No, no. Welcome Rob to the podcast. <laughs> this well, this is my podcast. Thanks for so being here, man. Podcast. Thanks. Dude. I appreciate it. Thank you. Wait, what's your rap name? Uh Trill Swervello. <laughs> Trill Trill Swervello, which is actually pretty it's better than Smoke Perp. Could have been worse. I, I like it. It's good. So let's let's give a preface because I think this would be a fun podcast to do with a slurry of a, a slew of people. I think yeah. a slurry actually that should be a word. I think it is. 
I'd like to talk top five that are alive with, you know, a lot of different generations and see what their opinions are on the game. Yeah, and so we're we're taking it back to the fifties today. But this but this came this was your idea. You said you wanted to talk top five dead or alive, and I'm like that, that'd be a good time. I've never I've talked a lot of music on the podcast, but I haven't talked top five dead or alive, which is uh, something you seem to take a lot of pride in. Uh, I know five rappers, <laughs> so you can leave it at that. All right, what's your history with the love of rap music? Um, well, I guess when I was really a lot younger, I was listening to. Uh, REM's It's the End of the World as We Know It. Great song. That song came on. It kind of sparked a little something. You know, a couple years passed. Nothing really happened. Mm-hmm. I get SSX Tricky for the GameCube. Mm-hmm. Run DMC, It's Tricky comes on. Uh, I'm hooked. Mm-hmm. I, I just fell down the rabbit hole from there, man. So REM got you into rap music? I I mean, I, them, uh, We Will Rock You uh-huh. by Queen. That song was another one that it was like, there's, there's something in this for me. Mm-hmm. Fox and Socks, that nursery rhyme book. Okay. <laughs> you're just going deeper into yeah. more ridiculousness. Yeah, you like that? I can understand how the end of the world as we know it could get you into rap because he kind of does rap in that song. Yeah, it's it's like the fast speaking. But you're going to beat. We Will Rock You. I guess he kind of, I mean, it's, it's fast in that one too. Yeah. Fox and Socks is as fast as you want to be. I never imagined the uh, the progression that you were going. I couldn't tell if you were trolling me right now or if that was an honest answer. And I think it was actually an honest answer. It's 50-50. <laughs> it's just like, just like everything else. Yeah. You're never quite I, sure. Everything in this world is 50-50. Like, who was the, the reason you're on this podcast, the reason we're here right now, is because we worked together for a short period of time. And you listened to a lot of rap music. And yep. you talked about a lot of rap music. Yeah. And uh, I, I thought, you know... What's what's this kid's deal? Because how old are you? Twenty four. Yeah, I'm twenty four. Twenty four years old. I I have eight years on you. At least. Actually, I have ten years on you. I was going to try yeah, to you lie. Don't have to lie. I got a whole decade. So it's two different worlds of rap and hip hop. I mean, there's some there's some mixed up in there, right? I mean, we still kind of cross genres like a and little overlap. But I thought, why not figure out, you know, from somebody ten years younger than me what their love for rap music is, what their love for hip-hop is. So, like, where did it start? Besides R.E.M., like, your first, the first hip-hop album you bought. First hip-hop album I was allowed to buy was uh, Kanye West Graduation. Whoa. How old were you? Probably 12 or 13. They let you buy that at 12 or 13. I mean, you know, you didn't put all the details in about what it was. What about the sticker, you know, the the parental advisory sticker? Didn't that... You just peel it off (laughs) in the store. That's that's right because eventually they started printing it on the actual album cover. Yeah, they got lazy. But when it was on the CD case, yeah, they they got smarter. I should say they were lazy at first. <sighs> yeah, because I uh, it was Beastie Boys. I was in like eighth grade. I think I was like fourteen. My mom wouldn't let me buy it. She would yeah. not let me buy the album. Uh, and so I had to buy an edited copy, which I did, and then was embarrassed by. Yeah, well, I mean, if you just fill in the blanks yourself, it's not as bad. Right. Parents probably don't like it though. I, but I feel like filling in the blanks, you know, you don't know what rat, you don't know what swear word they use. I want to know what the actual swear word is. There's like ten, you can probably so, guess. Well, yeah. <laughs> but what if they were very creative with their cursing? You know, that, that's the part that always, I always want. I needed to know. I guess kids now, you just know. You're on YouTube, like you just you know the answers yeah. right off the bat. Like you just go to Rap Genius, and everything's explained to you. You don't even have to think anymore. So let's dive into the uh, the top five dead or alive. Do you have any rappers on your top five that are dead? Number one. Uh, no, I think they're all alive. You didn't put Little Peep on there? 
Nah, and I by, figured. Yeah, and by I think, I mean I'm absolutely positive they're all alive. I thought for sure people would be on that list, dude. I'm kind of bummed right now. Uh, rest in peace to my little dude. Uh, it's messed. It's messed up that you wouldn't even include him in this whole thing. I was going to put Lil Pump on, but, you know, I... He didn't die yet? Smoke Perp. Well, no, no, Smoke Perp's just better than he is, and I just, you know, I felt like Smoke, Smoke Perp should be number five on the list. Hey, man, put him wherever you want. Personal opinions. It's your list. Number five on my list. Let's go... If I had to go with number five on the list, I would have to say... Oh, man, this is a tough decision. But I'd probably have to go with Snoop Dogg. You think, Snoop? Yeah. This is, it was a, that was a very tough thing for me to do right yeah, now. Yeah, I could hear you struggling. There's a little tenseness in your voice. doesn't I'd... make a whole lot of sense with Snoop because he hasn't had a great album except for Doggy Style. But And you're, you're a lot younger than my advanced age with the wisdom that I have of you know hip-hop music. Yeah, yeah we can call it wisdom. Okay, whatever, whatever you want to call it. But I really do feel like Doggy Style is one of the best rap hip hop albums of all time yeah, for yeah, me, yeah. top five. And plus, it was huge. Like that album was gigantic. And while he when he released it, you know, Death Row Records was blowing up. Dr. Dre was huge off the Chronic. Snoop Dogg's fight, fighting a murder trial. He's fighting yeah. murder when this album's number one, and yeah. he's like in the news in court every day. Yeah, what have you ever done? Isn't that crazy though? Like, like the real. The reality of like hip hop music, of rap music at the time, you know, yeah. he was personifying it. It was, it was pretty legit, and uh, that is definitely one of the best albums of all time, for sure, rap albums. But then after that, I mean, the last meal was was decent, but he didn't have really a good album after that. But he had a lot of good singles, and I also just counted because Snoop as like his swagger and just the way he presents himself. I've always loved it. Yeah, he's a he's a character, he's a persona, and he's. I think he's one of the great personalities rap has ever had. So I, I, I understand including him in a top five. I would just, I would love to know why he never kept the, what happened on Doggy Style? How did he never keep that going? It doesn't make any sense to me. Um, I don't know. I think a lot of people are album people. I can tell you're an album guy. Um, Snoop kind of made his living off the singles. I think he was okay with that. Yeah. And I mean, I don't know. I don't know the guy, but. Seems like he probably was though. Seems like he totally probably was. Yeah, I mean, that's what they say, right? You you release the radio single so that you can fund the album that you really want to make. So yeah. that's probably what Snoop was doing. So who's number five on your list? Um, number five is a tough one because I want to put a Wu-Tang member in there. Uh-huh. Can't put the whole Wu-Tang Clan because that's like my top 15. Right, okay. Right off the bat, you it's know. weird, but all right. You know, it's 15 guys. Mm-hmm. But um, we'll go we'll go with uh, Raekwon. <laughs> A bit de- yeah. It's a bit delayed. Yeah, it's, it's pretty funny. Um, we'll put Raekwon the chef in there. Raekwon at number five. Number five. What was it about Raekwon? What did uh, it for you? I think I, I like I like the whole chef persona. I like that he's cooking up rhymes. You yeah. know, he was always playing that with uh, with Enter the Wu Tang, and then only built for Cuban Links. Decent. Mm-hmm. Pretty good album. I would say it's probably the best of the solo Wu Tang albums mm. for me. Old Dirty Bastards up there too, but. I don't know. Raekwon just does it. Okay. You can't go any deeper into that? Like, what's your... How did you get into Wu-Tang? Um, my cousin played the Wu-Tang album, you know, when he wasn't allowed to for me. And I okay. was like, yo, this is legit. 
This is the real deal. Yeah, so like he put on Enter the Wu Tang Thirty Six Chambers, and as soon as I entered the Thirty Six Chambers of Death Kid, uh-huh. it was it, it was sold. Yeah, I was in. <laughs> That's crazy though, because I find like hip hop music so funny because like I was so dorky as a kid. But I loved, the, you know, like think of like you're like not hard at all, you know. Like I had uh, no hard bone in my body as far as like <laughs> that. I guess that could be taken a couple different ways. But I mean, as far <laughs> as like being a badass or a thug, nope, nothing there. Yeah, I mean, I I think I like stole a candy bar once. Okay. So I I, I dabbled in crime, uh-huh. but I don't know. It let me take on a persona that wasn't really me. Uh huh. But you can live that through Wu-Tang. Yeah, like, those guys are doing big things. And Why can't I pretend for a second? And also being a kung fu master, I guess, would, would come into that as well. Yeah, I should have gotten more into karate. Funny story on a side note. Because of Wu-Tang, I found out about Japanese or, like, uh, are they Jap- Chinese or Japanese, like the martial arts movies. I guess both, both cultures yeah, made them. Yeah, both do. But this kid I used to, I was 16 years old, this kid I used to work with. He was the manager of KFC. It was my first job. I worked at KFC. Oh, yeah, dude. And this kid, he was a manager, and he used to bring in vodka, and we would, like, drink in the back. That's just a side note yeah. of how ridiculous the, the the manager was giving, like, other underagers alcohol at KFC while we were working there. But he was huge into Wu-Tang, but also into the martial arts movies. So he had, like, all the old Jackie Chan movies and stuff and gave me, like, the, what's the Wu-Tang album named? Enter the 36 Chambers? Yeah, 36 like, Chambers. Gave me all those movies. Like, I had them up until a couple of years ago. But I always thought that was... The connection is odd for Wu-Tang. Yeah. The connection between the music and the... It's it's just a couple of dudes that got really close listening to rap and, I guess, watching kung fu movies. And they said, ah, why don't we just do it now? And RZA ended up actually making kung fu movies. Yeah, and now it's like an empire, man. It can't be stopped. Is it really that big? Ask them. They call it an empire. I no, I mean Riz's like whole thing. Is is the Wu Tang still? I guess they're still touring, right? They're still doing their thing. Yeah, they did that. Um, they sold like a one single copy of an album for a couple million dollars. And that like, douchebag guy bought it. The yeah, pharmaceutical yeah, dude, yeah, the pharma bro. Yeah, he bought that. He should probably like release it for everyone. <sighs> this whole situation's ridiculous. So uh, number three or number four? Let's let's hear what you got. Who's in your number four? Oh, for me, number four, we'll go Q-Tip. Mm-hmm. Q-Tip's going to be up there, mm-hmm. you know, forever. It, I I think he's a mainstay um, on my top five list. Okay. Uh, the Renaissance is dope. Um, anything A Tribe Called Quest is going to be good. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you listened to their newest album. No, I haven't. Um, we got it from here. Thank you for your service. It's a ridiculous album. But one of those albums where you just put it on, and as soon as the first note plays, you just know you're going to love it. Yeah. And it's 18 tracks long, and I, I like the whole thing. That's rare. And that was right before um, Fife died, right? Um, I think it was right after. It was recorded. But yeah, they, they recorded a bunch of songs with Fife, but um, I think he died before the album actually was put out. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, he died before, but they had already recorded all the songs. Yeah, and then I think they added a couple like clear tribute songs to him, like on the album I, I should listen to that because I, I listened up until the love movement movement I don't know if I if they had an album after that the Q-Tip solo stuff yeah which it, I think they went solo after that Q-Tip's first solo album uh, what was it called quality or I think it was quality uh, yeah it was good I forget what it was called no, no it was, quality was Quelle 
yeah, it was Q-Tip, whatever. Yeah, it was good. But it was it was pretty good, like vibrant thing. Like there were some good songs in there. But the Renaissance, I, I think, out it beats it by far. Yeah, the Renaissance is one of those albums that um, he I think he made it without permission from the record label. He, they thought they were getting like a pretty studio radio ready album, but he just kind of made a jazzy experimental rap album, which a lot of people didn't like, but. I, for me, it, it hit the spot. I felt like it was like a Tribe Called Quest album, though. I don't. I didn't feel like it was that much different from yeah. what they do. But I, I don't think they ever had quite the commercial success that, that a record label wants. True. You know, your your group to have or your solo artists. See, that's the crazy thing. Like back in the day, it's amazing that Tribe Called Quest made it through. By the way, I'd put them in. They're going to be number three on my list. We actually have one that crosses over. Q-Tip. Yeah, just but one. he's counting in. I don't know. We'll find out. But probably just one. I would assume we're going to have similar on the list. Yeah, so what, what about you? Who's who's your number four? Number four, I'm going to have to go with Ludacris. He would be my number four. And you, you kind of, whenever I said Ludacris earlier, you're like, it shows your age, number yeah. one. Yeah, I mean, it's. I, I just feel like Ludacris is a little bit before my time. It really took the wind out of my sails. You don't have to be sad, Burst Rob. my bubble about it. There's nothing wrong with being old. But I'll tell you, dude, Ludacris back in the day, back for the first time, you probably, I mean, it's like a forgotten hip-hop album, I feel like. But one of my favorites, easily. One of my favorite albums ever. And then he's never had, it, it, like, I, I give, he's on the same like level like Snoop Dogg, but he's had better albums. Like, yeah. He, he, not, not all the stuff's great, but he usually has more quality on it than guys who have been around for a long time still making music. Yeah, I, I would say that he, he hasn't really run completely out of material yet. You yeah. gotta you gotta give him credit for that. That's that's tough, I feel like, when you're doing it for twenty or thirty years. Now Fast and the Furious does knock a few knock him back a few notches. Oh, you don't like those movies? I'm not, <laughs> I'm not I mean I do for the, the fun factor of a stupid movie, but you know yeah, I, I mean, don't, I'm not invested. If you take it on face value only, those are decent movies, but don't look any deeper into it. So Luda, yeah, I feel like number four, his longevity, and he's made some really great music. There's been some classic Luda songs that forever will just be stuck in my head. Yeah, L- Ludacris is, yeah, that's a solid choice. Mm-hmm. I won't make fun of you too much Okay, that. all right. So uh, I gave you my number three. That's Q-Tip. What about number three on your list? Number three, I think I'm going to go with T.I. Okay. Um, I know it's probably not the most popular choice, but... And I don't know if these lists are necessarily in perfect order yet, but... Um, well, really, doing change. the podcast, you should probably have things ready. That would make sense if we're going to do the podcast, have the list done. Yeah, and when I get a text five minutes before to come into the Z-Dome, you know? Well, I mean, we've been talking about this for a long time. You said, you know, these are my top five. I have my top five dead or alive, and I'm like, all right, cool. And then it turns out that you never actually even had the whole list put together. I don't even know who these people are, Rob. <laughs> You just handed me a list. Uh, no, nah, just but reading random rap artist names. Ti, um, I've I've got a lot of albums that I actually like by him. Paper Trail. Um, actually, when I was really getting into rap music, when you were selling lots of yay, yeah, when I was like two years old, mm-hmm. um, Paper Trail came out with um, Dead and Gone was one of those songs that it was kinda, hated that song. I I just played it on repeat, man. <laughs> I was I was working in radio, so I heard it every 13 minutes. I was yeah. like, I can't take it anymore. Was it JT? Is that what did it for you? Um, JT was big, but I don't know, man. It, it was all about TI for a minute. Um, then like swing your rag. I don't know if you heard that song. Uh huh. I have with, heard that uh, song. Swizz Beats. I, I think that song's dope. 
no one on the corner got swagger like us. That's a, that's a good one, dude. Yeah, yeah. Um, all of that stuff. No, Is that the whole title? No one on the corner got swagger like I, us? I think it's just called swagger like so, us. It's a long title, though. Yeah. Like, you know, they abridged it a little bit. Oh, okay. But um, No Mercy was another one of his albums that came out. Kind of caught me. There was a song with Kanye. You might, you'll might you learn later why that matters. Um, like later in this podcast or just in my life? Uh, well, both. Okay. Uh, Trouble Man, both of the Trouble Man albums I liked. So he had two Trouble Man albums. Yeah, one and two. Uh, he who wears the crown. And why was he always in Trouble Man? Um, that's kind of like his thing. It's Could, messed up. Couldn't you know? put the guns down. I guess. I'll tell you what. The one song I always enjoyed, my favorite Ti song, is the one with Eminem. And you knew I was going to say that, didn't you? Because that, that's without a doubt. What's that one called? That's a classic track, dude. Oh, like you don't. I, te- which which <sighs> album, man? I don't. I forget. Because I don't know. That's the one I always. It's like, man, that's a badass song. It's no mercy, I think. Yeah, I can't think of. See, the, the, the lack of preparation and the knowledge coming back to my brain as I'm I'm sitting here trying to think of the song. Ah, oh, it's just not coming to me. But that's cool. So Ti, it's somebody that I never. I had tra- Paper Trail, but I never really listened to it. I never got into it. Yeah, I I think uh, it just kind of hit me at the right time. Where I just really grabbed onto it. That might be like me with Redman. So I'd put Redman at number uh, number two, right? Yeah, yeah we're, we're at two now. We're at number yeah. two. <laughs> I'd put Redman there, and that's kind of like it's strange because I don't think anybody, nobody ever really talks about Redman. I feel like he's kind of a forgotten. He's been around for such a long time since like the early '90s. But speaking of Wu Tang, like Redman, Method Man, Blackout, one of my favorite albums ever. Yeah, love that album. So I put him at number two because you know he's just he's made some music that I could listen to. Like the whole album Malpractice, love that whole entire album. Yeah, I mean everyone has that that guy that just you vibe with. I don't know if he should be number two on my list though. Now that I'm thinking of things, I feel like there could be somebody else in that spot. But I, I do love Redman. But I don't know if he's number two worthy. Maybe I'll put Q-Tip at number two and Redman at number three. Maybe that's what I'm gonna do. That's fair. I feel like that might be the move. And, and once again, maybe I should have thought about it beforehand. Yeah, at least our intern's writing down our rankings. He's he's in the back kind of just like switching stuff around, figuring oh, okay. it out. Yeah. Where are the rankings? Are they going up on the, the interwebs? Yeah, or? they're on the they're on the big board back there now. Oh, that's sick, dude. Okay. So, uh, yeah, I'll put Redman at number three, but I'll say a little bit about Redman because he's not the most, like, skilled rapper ever. No. But as far as comedy goes and... I just, I always, he was funny. He just always cracked me up. I always thought that he was just a cool dude. And then he came out with uh, Blackout and then the How High movie. Like, I was a big fan. It, it's almost like also because of like the acting stuff and the other stuff they did. Yeah, so it's kind of like the him. same thing with Ludacris and the Fast and the Furious. And Snoop Dogg, I guess, too, because like Snoop Dogg's YouTube show, that stupid YouTube show he has where he just smokes weed with people. Yeah. Like, I love that show. Yeah. And I, don't, I don't even know. I forget what it's called. But I, I, it's amazing. Do you watch him and Martha Stewart cook ever? I've seen that, yes. I've seen that as well. Uh, all right, so you, what's your number two? Uh, we're going to go Jay-Z. Wow, okay. Yeah, I'm a sellout. Um, mm. That's, you know, Hova. He's he's probably one of the best rappers ever. Um, Can't he, deny it. I like, I like that he doesn't write any of his stuff down. Mm-hmm. At least he claims not to. But um, his whole body of work, I would say, is pretty impressive, and he kind of evolves as time goes on. Okay. 
Um, I think that he doesn't necessarily ride the wave of what everyone else is doing, but he kind of works to set the standard of what's going to go on. And he also changes what he's doing depending on his like the stage of his life too. Like his most recent album is pretty like adult like you know like he's thinking about investing he's thinking about leaving like a legacy of money with his children he's not just talking about selling coke yeah and that's a good thing to actually have happen yeah for music because i think eventually you there's only so many people that can sell coke well i think the market's pretty open like if if you want to sell i'm sure you can make some money but, you know, it, it, are you living the life is the real question. What life are you actually living? Yeah. And if you can actually make music that is good, that's about, you know, investing your money right. or whatever it might be, yeah. like, then that, that's that's the sign of, like, a great artist. Yeah, if you can be, like, a uh, almost a positive influence on people. And, well, that's like you still Yeah, and still write music that people like to listen to and it's, like, empowering and stuff. Like, that's impressive. That was always 50 Cent's downfall, man. He could never adapt to the lifestyle change. With the music. Because he made some badass music whenever he was actually doing that stuff. Yeah. Like Get Richard Dyke Trying and the G-Unit album. Like, those were good albums. But he, he rode gangster rap until it died. Till the he, wheels fell he off. He would not... He never admitted until he was finally beaten that gangster rap was failing. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was... That was a weird time in music. Like, mid-2000s. Yeah, when Kanye West released Graduation, um, I think that was when... He said, "All right, I'll I'll, uh, I'll go up against you." They went head to head album sales. Yeah, and he said, "Whoever wins wins, but you have no chance." He said that to Kanye, and I I think he got like half, maybe one eighth of the album sales. Kanye did. Is that right? Yeah, graduation just destroyed it. What was the big track on graduation? Because I'm I'm trying to think. Stronger was probably like number one. Yeah, stronger was huge. Yeah, that was graduation. Yep. Yeah, that Kanye, honestly, man, yeah, him against 50 Cent, it would be a no-brainer. But 50 Cent just, like, rode that wave out, and it just died. I mean, whatever. I mean, I, he made a couple of great albums, but that's pretty much all there is to it. Yeah, his vitamin water flavor was lit. But Jay-Z, dude, I mean, talk about a guy who's just, yeah, transformed continuously. Yeah, and I, I like one of his lyrics, if you want my old stuff, just listen to my old album. You know, like, he he's just like, I'm not, I'm not here to just do everything over again i'm here to keep changing yeah. experimenting I'm not here to appease you i'm not here to make you happy yeah like, my, like i mean i guess he is meant to make them happy but like yeah, like you clearly liked my old album like just put it in and listen to it right if that's what you want to hear <laughs> right <laughs> and really i mean besides like the american gangster album he hasn't had like a bad album i never liked the american gangster one I thought uh, that, was... that was different though that was for a movie um but still it's his album it's like dre's the uh, it's straight out of Compton album. Not good. Right, yeah. But it was like considered, that was his, since he never released Detox, that was his third album. Technically. It, it was weird. Yeah. It was a weird way to go about it. I like the movie, though. Yeah, the, I actually never watched it's it. Straight out of Compton? I haven't seen it yet, yeah. Yeah, you gotta check it out. It I cried. Seemed... <laughs> All right, hold on. <laughs> is this a real Is this real talk right now? Yeah, I mean, it's you sad. You it up a little bit? I'm still crying. It's been two years. It just seemed corny to me. It is. Like the movie itself. Was it a corny movie? A little bit, but it's, I don't know. Was it, it like Get Richard Die Trying? It's just one of those movies that you just kind of watch it, enjoy it, just take it at face value. Just don't look too much into it and it's good. Yeah. That's a good move. That's a good, yeah. I mean, kind of like what you do when you hang out with me. 
Right. Just don't go beneath the surface. You'll be perfectly fine. Yeah, it's fine. All right. Well, do we have a drum roll? No, we don't have a drum roll. But number one. Yeah, just play the air horn. If you want. Oh, dude. <laughs> Slim Shady, dude. Easily. Yeah. It's an easy, without a doubt, favorite like rapper of all time. There's not even anybody who comes close to Eminem in my opinion. Uh- in my own personal heart and soul. Not even Royce to 5'9". Not even Royce to 5'9". Although, Hell, the sequel <laughs> is a fantastic album. Yeah. One of my favorite M albums. Lighters. Well, everything besides Lighters. <laughs> Did you ever listen to that album? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it was on, I had it on repeat for about six months. Yeah, I'm, I'm big into Royce. So oh, for, strangely, um, Royce to 5'9 is one of my, my rappers that I listen to a lot. He has a thing with DJ Premier called okay. Prime. Yeah check it out is it new is that new stuff uh, it's three or four years old yeah see that's what i'm saying like royce the 59 is excellent i mean he's really good and when eminem got on the health of sequel i mean that album was i was just i was floored and you know something happened because you're not a big eminem fan right we've talked I, i'm okay with eminem and like his newer albums past uh past that album actually because then it was the marshall mathers lp2 and that was the last album he had after Hell the Sequel. Yeah. That was the so. only album with them. That and Encore, I was like, yeah, I don't know. But then listening to Marshall Mathers LP too, I'm like, man, there's so much content in what he's saying. Like, it's, the songs are so long. Yeah, he he has like, they're they're like 10 to 15 minutes long, it feels like. <laughs> it just doesn't stop. It's it, it's a bit much. Yeah, and, and I'm cool with like bombarding people with massive amounts of content, but I, I don't know. At a certain point, like you can just, hit pause but when you talk about jay-z like i think he made that that's the album he wanted to make again he was with rick rubin in the studio and i think rick rubin encouraged him to do what he wanted to do and he just wanted to just go and that's what he did yeah i mean there's absolutely nothing wrong with it but i think for some people it's just not and then you have rap god i mean that was a classic six minutes yeah but it's a classic like that's a that song was was huge yeah that's one of those songs that kind of just went big like everybody kind of heard it. it you pretty much couldn't avoid it and you wouldn't expect because it's such a long song it yeah. to do that but it was like so amazing yeah but it kind of feels like three or four songs kind of mixed together yeah it, like the the change in the flow and the chorus is never really quite the same so it, yeah when he did it live at the at the british music awards you ever watch yeah. that yeah on mtv that was that was insane yeah so it's actually real he's actually rapping that fast yeah well just like buster rhymes man i used to listen to buster rhymes be like there's no way yeah. and then i saw him live and i'm like oh my god because you try it yeah and, and it's and you're like not even close it's, it's he was close to being on the list but uh it's just you know yeah. there's a, there's one really well he has two pretty good albums first two albums are pretty good they're decent yeah and then after that, it became singles, just like everybody else. Right. Yeah, I feel like that's that's kind of like the the evolution or the de-evolution of, of rappers is that you kind of just turn into a singles guy. That's why Jay-Z's one of those guys who stands out because the first album, Reasonable Doubt, is really good. Yep. But beyond that, everything was also really good. Yeah, he. I don't think he made an album, maybe besides American Gangster, that, is, that doesn't hold up. So... I wish I cover Eminem even more. I don't know what else I could even possibly say. I, I guess what I also I would say would be like because I came up, you know, I was like seventeen in two thousand. So like Eminem was big, like ninety seven through you know that was like his or ninety nine really was when he exploded. Yeah, that's when he was like forbidden in like households yeah. across America. 
but like the Marshall Mathers LP was just it, as a you know 17 18 year old just floored like that was the greatest album ever yeah I feel like that's one of those albums where if I were that age when it came out it, it would have like really like grabbed me yeah but I, it just didn't hit me at the right time yeah yeah you're just a little bit too young I, yeah I almost listened to it as like a classic rap album right. rather than like my life as it was happening that's what's crazy about rap albums like if you lived through them coming out they these rap albums kind of are are time stamped because there's a yeah. lot of like well, at least with eminem and i mean there's a lot of artists like that but the, like there's material on the album because rock music not so much because you can fill the void with of lyrics with music yeah. with like a guitar but when it's rap you got to fill the void with like your words so it always ends up being something you're talking about that's topical or yeah, something it's, like that. It's like it's it's always been pop culture references, yeah. kind of like mixed in with a rap album. So yeah. so you can kind of tell, even if you don't know when the rap album came out, you can kind of tell when it came out just because of the references they make. Eminem, when he made his comeback too, I, I thought Relapse and uh, Recovery were both. Recovery, Relapse, and the one after that i think it was recovery we're both really good i like both of them i think eminem hated relapse yeah he did a lot of people bashed that album i thought it was awesome because it was completely ridiculous yeah it was over the top it was hilarious i I remember listening to that album and i was like this is a little much (laughs) was a little much yeah but i I mean it was okay though that's what i loved about it because it was so ridiculous like he just went he just went for it like balls of the walls plus there's some classics like uh, drop the bomb on him, which was like the refill, I think, for relapse. Yeah, is, is amazing. So there you go. That's my number one. How about we get to your number one? Hit it, Kanye West. Oh my God! It's, it's no doubt in my mind that Kanye is the greatest rap musician and producer of all time. You know, and as I think about my list, I feel like I should have Kanye in there somewhere. I think that it's Maybe I should fair. take Snoop Dogg out and put Kanye in. <laughs> nah, you can't take Snoop out. He's too good. Um, no, I think it's fair that we have different lists because then our lists can complement each other. I hear what you're saying, but I really do feel like Kanye should be on my list. Yeah, he's one of those artists, for me personally, that if I listen to any one of his albums, there's not a single note on any album that I don't like. I don't get that with anybody else. Yeah, that's true. I mean, he, the way he is, constru- especially when he started, like, really changing up his sound and, like, just making some weird music. Yeah. Like my, I think 808s was probably when people were really, like, caught off guard by what he was trying to do. But, yeah. But it, like, it changed rap. Uh, I mean, you got people like Drake. You've got people, you know, really trying to still make 808s. Yeah. And it's been out for almost 10 years. Yeah, and that was a total departure. Like, for him with what he was doing. Well, he I mean, he was glam rap for graduation for a while. You know, he he went from, like, orchestral arrangements on late registration, moved into graduation with his, like, glam rap, like, I'm the greatest thing that's ever touched this earth. Yeah. And then 808s is, like, a complete switch up where he just goes straight into, like, sadness and auto-tune. Right. And what was after that? Was that... My, um, after that was my beautiful dark twisted fantasy, which right, I, I would rate as the number one album ever, personally, in my opinion. Yeah, it is a great album. You know, man, I got to put Kanye on my on my list. He has to go. Do, in I, do I convince because you? Because thinking about it, like he's just such a douche that uh, I, I discount everything that he's ever done, and that's really an issue yeah. for his legacy. I think that 
that his personality is very abrasive. I, I think that I understand a lot of people that don't like him, but I just kind of if you just drown out the dumb stuff he says, like a lot of the stuff he says, he's really just trying to be honest with you. I mean, if you just listen to his music and ignore his lifestyle, that for me, that's what it would take. Yeah, I mean, like, but who else in the world is going to say, I'm going to go marry Kardashian and then actually does it? Right, Like yeah. Kanye's going to actually do it. He actually did it, yeah. yeah. And the body of work, I mean, going back to, um, what was the, the first album? College Dropout. College Dropout. Was just, like, College Dropout, usually... An album that good, you don't follow up. Yeah, with. If it's you, like Snoop Dogg's doggy style. If you make style. the college drop out, like it's a, I don't know, it's fair to retire it, after that you because just, most likely you're not going to make anything that touches. Yeah, it. and then he comes out with late registration, and it's, I mean, it's really hard to say which one's better because they're both so different mm-hmm. styles of rap. But you can you can listen to both of them and really love both of them, and they're not really that similar. And then you're like, okay, well, he's got two. He's not going to make a third that's this good. So then, you know, he comes out with Graduation. Yeah. Comes out with 808s, which is completely different. We we cover that, but still good. Uh-huh. Still still a lot of, like, really solid music. Not an album I can go back and... I'm not into the the, uh, the singing. Like, I, I can't do... I can't do the whole album. I, I like tracks off of it, but the whole thing is too, it's too much for me. Yeah. I'll, I'll put it on every once in a while, but it's its not my first choice. Um, the, it, that was when Auto-Tune was just enormously huge. And yeah. it was, and of course, when T-Pain did it, but like, I never respected it all that much. Yeah, I mean, it kind of felt like a gimmick. Yeah. But... And then seeing him do it live, and it was just bad. Yeah. It's like, that, oh, man. Yeah, it's tough to translate that, a voice-changing program. Like I, a live concert. I felt like at the time, if he would have at least learned how to sing a little bit. But it's like he never tried to learn how to... No, he never had somebody teach him how to sing. I mean, he just yeah. thought that he was good. He might just not be that good of a singer. It might I, just, I feel like he could have taken some lessons, though, and made it a little bit better. Hey, maybe. Anyway, so then uh, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. Yeah, and then Watch the Throne comes out, and it's just... It's game over. Yeah, it really was. It, there wasn't an album that could even touch that in, what, 2013? Yeah, I was like freshman year of college for me. That that that's one of those albums, probably the same as the Marshall Mathers LP for you. Yeah, that's a classic. That man. just kind of like well, hit hell the, me at the right time. Hell, the sequel came out at the same time, so I was listening to both of those. Yeah, that's that's a pretty good like double to switch through. And that's because like it was weird because Jay and uh, Kanye and then Royce and Eminem, like two guys. Not that Royce is on the same level as those three. But it brought them up for sure. But then releasing those al- those albums, it was like, damn, dude, these guys have been around for a while, so now they're just kind of experimenting, yeah, just doing whatever they want to do. And that kind of set off the um, like the group rap albums too. Yeah. Um, like Maybach Music did one with Rick Ross and Meek Mill. Oh, and really? A couple other guys. Um, Ti's dudes did GDOD, Get Do or Die. <laughs> uh, Kanye did Cruel Summer with his good music. That guys. was a cool album too. Not the whole thing, but there were some sweet tracks on it. Yeah. Um I, I like I think the first three tracks on that album are first four are probably like top hundred rap album or rap songs I've ever heard. New God Flow, um, To the World, Mercy, classic. Mercy and, and yeah. Click, I guess would be the other one. Click, yeah, those are those are Great song. I should get that album, man. Yeah, those are all bangers. 
And Big Sean being on there, I mean, he really... I think he upped Kanye's level I, just by... Yeah, Big Sean's one of those guys I, I discounted because his first three, like, truly great verses were just about, like, butts. And you kind of are like, all right, this guy's going to probably fade away. And we're not ever going to hear from him again. But he, he actually, he came through. Yeah. He's, he's actually making some decent music. He's got something to say. Yeah. And, 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 I, and I get it. Like, he likes butts. It's okay. Who doesn't enjoy a butt? You know, I mean, it seems, I guess it depends on the butt, but you're not in the butts. It's not your thing. Hey, man, I, I, I'm okay with it. What body part's your favorite? Uh, Rob Z's glasses. That's, a, that's not really a body part. It's more of an accessory, but. We'll let you slide on it. But Kanye, dude, so you come out with Watch the Throne. Then it was Yeezus. Yeezus came out. I personally really liked Yeezus. But I, I, enjoyed I know it. a lot of people that it were, was ridiculous, they were a little put it. off by it. Well, that was the, the th- I don't think it was the album, man. It was Kanye. Because that was the whole Kim Kardashian. That's when it all began. That was right? probably peak Kanye being a little bit of a jerk. Being just a douche. And, a little, yeah. and by a little bit, I mean, he, you know, he took it pretty far. Just stirring that pot. Yeah, and it was like, dude, I, like, I did enjoy the album, but his persona in real life, I couldn't stand him so much that it hurt my love for the album. If I go back and listen to it now, he's still kind of a douche now, though. He's Give it 10 quiet. years. He's been quiet. But you lately. know he's still a douche. I like him. <laughs> I bet if I like met him, I would like him. He like, seems, cool he seems like he's really quiet in real life. But he just like takes on this unnecessarily bold persona. Well, same way with Eminem. Kind of on the same uh, keel. And me. Exactly. Yeah. I, I was thinking the three of those three people. The, we call us ourselves the, the trifecta. Trill Swervello. The, the trifecta. The holy trinity, Rob. What's your favorite Kanye song? That's a tough question, but um, I I would probably say "So Appalled" off my beautiful oh, okay. Dark Twisted Fantasy. Yeah. "Runaways" up there too, but I mean, so it, if you want good. me to just name every song he's ever made, I can I can try. "Hell of a Life" I think is my personal favorite. Really? Or "Drive Slow." "Drive Slow" is just uh, it was a special song when i heard it the first time and even now i've probably listened to it 2000 times but i love it i always thought hell of a life was like it's the perfect like rock cuz it's a rock song it's you know iron I mean? man like, yeah it t- it has a little bit of the riff from iron man yeah and just the lyrics and the way it's done like the one thing that's great about kanye like that whole album you can tell he was going through a hard drug phase he was doing <laughs> yeah. some drugs like he was there, on, taking a lot of molly there was stuff. something in his system yeah Put it that way. But it made a great album. And that's just like Eminem's um, Marshall Mathers, the Marshall Mathers LP, uh, the first D12 album. Slim Shady. Slim Shady. You could just you could just tell. Like you knew. Like this music's being made because he's all, he's on drugs. Yeah. But it, it, you know, obviously someone was there working with these guys to make sure that it all creates a coherent, like singular idea. Yeah. One thing I should mention we're going back to Eminem for a minute. There's, have you ever seen the Up and Smoke tour DVD? No. So that like put everything over the edge, like the, under the Influence tour. No, it was, it was the Up and Smoke tour, but it was Eminem all on tour together. Eminem, Dre, Snoop, Ice Cube, Exhibit, and Nate Dogg. Like everybody in that whole like sector D12. Yeah. They all went on tour together, and they they released a concert DVD, and it was just it blew my mind. Like, it was just, like, the greatest thing ever. Yeah. Well, you were probably what? Like... I was probably, like, 17 or 18. High school, college age. Just got out of high school, yeah. I wanted to start a rap group, and my, my rap name was Green Lean. 
green lean. So let's so that puts in perspective some things, right? I mean, that yeah. was my life at that point. Yeah. I had, I had two turntables in my bedroom that I never used, but I looked at a lot. And I was like, I'm gonna be awesome when I become a rapper with these turntables. Yeah. And that's that's a perfect segue. Rob actually brought the turntables today and he's gonna rap. I used to live at my grandma's house and then I lay on a couch. Nah, I can't, dude. I was gonna spit, but you know what, dude? That fell a little flat. Well, I, I I've been writing that verse for fifteen years and I can't I can't let anybody hear it. Okay. That's if, fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Save it for the album. But if Trill Sorvello were to get on a track with me, I feel like it would be lit fire yeah maybe we'll call smoke perp um he's relevant right now uh he could probably hook us up with you know some studio time who's your current favorite rapper kanye okay but i mean like i have anybody who's released music lately that you've been into define lately is it within a year and a half because then it's kanye (laughs) anything besides kanye Yeah, that's going to be a no for me, dog. I just went back and I started listening to new rap because I I, I feel like I've been very out of touch. Yeah, since I, you brought up Top 5 Dead or Alive, I was like, man, I need to reinvest myself in music. And yeah. I really enjoy stupid rap right now, like Migos. Yeah, I, I got into um, Mansions with a okay. Z. Yeah, don't spell it with an S. Um, that, that's uh, Mike Posner and Black Bear. That's right. You gave me that list, and I never listened to those those bands. I need to do that. Yeah, I appreciate groups. it. Yeah, um, that, I, I thought that album was very good. I don't know. Maybe it just hit me at the right time, mm-hmm. you know, like everything else. But um, that's good. Obviously, the Tribe Called Quest new album that was another, good. like, new rap album that I really enjoyed. But there hasn't really been anything that really grabbed me. For singles for me, not albums. It's just been singles that I've heard. But yeah, I try to browse the charts on Spotify, but um, I don't know. I always just end up on the Kanye page. <laughs> this is what happens. This is how you get stuck in a genre of music until you're like sixty years old, and then the world passes you by. Yeah, and you're looking around, and you're like, "What? Like, why don't all these young kids like Kanye West?" That's what I think about Eminem. Like, why wouldn't he like Eminem? Yeah, doesn't like, he know? Like, what? why wasn't he going through what I was going through? Then you forget, oh, yeah, 10 years have gone by. Yeah, like, now, <laughs> like back then I was typing on a typewriter. Exactly, yeah. The, the world has changed. Yeah. Riding horseback isn't common anymore. Right. I mean... Well, to, to get around. In Altoona, it still is. Right. Well, I've seen it in, in the Amish country, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The, the, the part to me that is the best thing ever, really, is that now it seems like... Hip hop's got to a point where it's almost just about what you look like and your whole persona. Then it has anything to do with anything that you're saying whatsoever. Yeah, I mean, you mumble, 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 ad lib. But the weird part is that I love it. That's the strange part. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing wrong with loving it, but I think you kind of have to, you know, take it in a different way than you would like look at, you know, like a Jay Z album. I'm pissed. I'm pissed off at myself right now. I'm pissed. Why, Rob? It just dawned on me that as I put this list together, I left off Kanye, which, I mean, yes, he should be on there, but I left off one person that should be on this list without a doubt on my list, and that's Kendrick Lamar. And I'm mad. What I did was I went through my old CD collection of about 10,000 CDs. Yeah, from all from about 1995. They were all you know, pretty dated. And I, for whatever reason, forgot that Kendrick Lamar is one of my favorite rappers of all time. Because he's got to be, because he's already, he has three albums out. He's done enough. 
to be considered. If you consider Notorious B.I.G. in your top five, and yep. he had two albums, technically. Yeah, and well, he has like six greatest hits albums. Well, two, and Tupac has about and 70. And they're actually all like the same two albums. Right. But you just repackage that again and again. Yeah, you can buy it so it's a different album. It's like the, the greatest hits since he died. But Kendrick Lamar, man, I mean, I, I can't think of anybody besides like Eminem who can... This is what got me thinking about this because I listened. I was listening to a lot of new rap, and his music kept coming up, and it's just so it's separated from everything else. Yeah, you can tell the obvious difference. There's there's a there's a special thing about Kendrick Lamar. I think right now that he has going on, which is that he actually raps. Right. Um. And a lot of people don't really recognize why they love Kendrick Lamar so much. They're like, dude, Kendrick Lamar is like the best rapper ever. And it's, I think that a lot of people don't really recognize that it's because he's kind of like the only rapper right. on the radio right now. Like a lot of the songs Jay-Z just released didn't really make the radio. Yeah. They didn't make a radio single ready album, but, um, but Kendrick Lamar likes to make the radio singles still. And he's actually rapping and people are like, yo, this is dope. But they, I don't think they connect that it's because he's not just screaming ad libs every five <laughs> seconds. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> But I'll tell you, I do, I, I do enjoy, I do enjoy that uh, that music. But there's no redeeming qualities to it. It's like completely useless. Yeah, it's one of those things where you could listen to the song once, and like you're good. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. I like my rap songs where I can like listen to them and kind of dissect them a little bit. I hear what you're saying. Be a certain mood for a different song. You know, you gotta yeah. have a certain mood for the kind of song you're listening to. Like you're not gonna listen to Drive Slow the same way you're gonna listen to like Damn by Kendrick. Right. Yeah. Exactly. I think the, the the cool thing about putting this list together was I realized it's almost impossible to put five people on a list because like, I don't know how I would interchange them. Yeah, I forgot know? like 15 people. Yeah. And While I'm, you're sitting here just, talking I'm, about They're just like rifling through my brain right now. Like, Who, what were some of them? Pusha T, Andre 3000. Yeah, right. Just not J. Cole. Sorry, buddy. J. Cole doesn't fit the list. No, nah, I like to play a game with my friends called J. Cole, Tupac, or Nursery Rhyme. They've never lost. Yeah. But I play a lyric from Tupac, I play a lyric from J. Cole, and then I play a nursery rhyme, and you have to guess who's who. And they've, everybody's gotten it right? Yeah, it's not very hard. What's the appeal of the game, though? It angers my friends. Do they know a nursery rhyme is coming at the end, or are they like anticipating I, I mix it up. Okay. Yeah, so sometimes I'll do the nursery rhyme first. Does J. Cole sound like Tupac? I like to pretend he does, but he doesn't. <laughs> All right, well there you go, ladies and gentlemen. You got it. You've came. You've you've entered the studio. You've entered the Z dome. You've entered the thirty-six Z domes of death. The thirty-six Z dome chambers, and you've made it the whole way through. How do you feel about the whole thing? Like, comment, and subscribe. <laughs> Was that enough? Ah, uh, one more. Yup. Nope. Yup. Nope. Yup. Nope. Yup. Nope. Yup. All right. Ever done a podcast? Nope. <laughs> Sitting in the Z dome on the microphone. Yup. With Trill Swervello. I can't even say it. Trill Swervello. <laughs> I put on a podcast. Yup. Uh.
<laughs> oh my god. All right, man. Well, Troll Cervello, it's been a pleasure. Yeah, you guys can't see, but we're shaking hands right now. <laughs> I'm currently signing a document. What is this document? Uh, this is a for? release form. Mm. To use your, your likeness in um, this video. Yeah. I think your, is your microphone on? Uh, probably not. Oh, okay. I think you shut it off like an hour I, ago. I wanted you to spit something, but, but all right. Nope. Yeah, it's been a good time. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening. Shout out to the sponsors, uh, Trade Secrets, at Secrets and Trade on Facebook and Instagram, the Clay Cup, at the Clay Cup on Facebook and Instagram, and Juice, J-O-O-S, on Facebook and Instagram. Where do they find Phil Cervello at, though? Uh, you don't. That's gonna do it, my friends. Shout out to Trill Swervello, which would be an awesome rap name if he would start his own rap group. Maybe he already has by this point. Phil, thank you for being a part of the podcast. Thank you, as always, to all the listeners. You guys rock. You guys keep this thing rocking and rolling, and it's only getting started. I've said that for such a long time, but we're about three years into this podcast now, and it's only getting started. Shout out to the sponsors, The Clay Cup, at The Clay Cup on Facebook and Instagram. Shout out to Trade Secrets, at Secrets and Trade on Facebook and Instagram. Shout out to Juice, J-O-O-S, on Facebook and Instagram. The sponsors make this thing possible. You make this thing possible. And you know, I do have a spot, a couple of spots left open for sponsorships. And I'm always open to new ideas, to new guests on the podcast, to people who have something interesting going on in their life, an interesting business or a story to tell, man. I would love to have you on the show. Please hit me up on my social media, Facebook and Instagram, Rob Z Radio, Twitter, Snapchat, Rob Z Yo. You can call the voicemail and leave me a message, 814-799-0064, 814-799-0064. And you know, if you have a business and you want to help your business be promoted, you want to help with social, you need help with social media marketing or consulting, please do not hesitate to hit me up and check my social media platforms to not be able to find out that I really do know what I'm doing. Uh, <laughs> shameless self-promotion. I'll talk to you guys next time. Love you. Thank you, Zebras. Peace out. <coughs> That's brutal.